Hello and welcome to the Hillcrest Duo. Today is Saturday, April 16th, 2016. This is episode 30 of the Duo. I am your host, Brad Risto. I am joined alongside my co-host, Mr. Metal John. I'm the other half of the duo. I'm on Twitter at Metal John Radio. And I am at Outsider Brad on Twitter. What's up, Brad? Um, uh, not much. What's up with you, Metal? Nothing, man. What's, ha- I, what's I, happened with you this week? Dude, I finally went and saw Hardcore Henry. Oh, the first-person shooter uh, movie thing. First thing, I went to like the nice theater where you get the recliner. Oh, the uh, gold the, star class, yeah. whatever. The heck well, it is. the one I went to is the Regal in Bolingbroke. So yeah, went, the Regal. That's it. I went there to go see it, and uh, I was a little hungover. I had a little oh, bit geez. of like a headache. Um, cause oh, I was that, out late the, the ooh, night before. that probably did not do but, well with man, I that. had that recliner all the way out. It was like being in a bed watching that movie. And I gotta say, it was still a pretty badass movie. It's mm-hmm. a first person shooter, so yeah, like a. Get a little crazy with some of the camera stuff, but uh, it was definitely a lot of fun to watch. And um, I didn't even realize uh, Charlotte Coldplay was was in the movie, but he plays like ten different characters in the movie, <laughs> and that becomes really funny as the movie goes on. It's just all the different characters he comes right. in as. Um, it's a cool action movie. It's worth watching at least once, and uh, it was a good time, uh, man. Well, what about worth, you? If it's worth watching once, I'll probably wait for the DVD. Um, well, Blu-ray, I guess now, or digital copy. But for me, I've been playing a lot of video games. I downloaded um uh, from the Xbox Store a Quantum Break, which is a really fun, just time manipulation, third-person shooter, and I just love it. And you might like it because, although you have a PS4, so you're kind of SOL because it's an Xbox exclusive. Oh, nice. But um. In the game, it has a television show that um, happens in it, too, a live-action television show. And it's a pretty um, interesting watch. Oh, cool. But so, it's a fun game. It, you have time-manipulating powers. and Do you do the online stuff with it? Or? Well, that one does not have online. It is just a single player. It's a okay. story. I like story-based games. One of the games I'm looking forward to that comes out later this year is a Batman game made by Telltale, which is just an adventure game, and doesn't have much action, but you just get to make the decisions of Batman. Nice. And it ha- has branching stories. There are a couple games made by Telltale you would like, such as The Walking Dead and Game of Thrones. Wow. Yes. Well, speaking of Batman, uh, we're going to actually have quite a bit of Batman stuff yeah, on, on the ha- show today because we've got... We're obviously going to talk Gotham. Yes, and we also there is also some trailers for Suicide Squad that we're going to talk about. We have a whole host of trailers to talk about. We, of course, have our whole TV lineup. We have Fear the Walking Dead, Supergirl, and, as Metal John said, Gotham. But first, before we get anything into that, let's get into some of the news. And I suppose right off the top, let's start off with Batman. And that would be the announcement that came out that everyone thought was going to happen. Ben Affleck, he gets to direct his own Batman movie. Yeah, he gets this. To- could possibly be the greatest Batman movie ever because say what you will about Ben Affleck as an actor. And you can say he's a bad actor. You can say he's a mediocre actor. You can even say he's a really good actor. One thing he's good at is directing because there has not been a movie he's directed that I did not like. I I agree. And even if you need sort of like a little confidence boost, watch Argo. I mean, fantastic film. Edge of your seat. seat for two Um, Hours. I mean, and it, it, it's got some similar elements to like mm-hmm. a Batman investigation, conspiracy mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. plot twist to it. I mean, a fantastic movie. I mean, yes. there's a couple scenes in that movie where nobody spoke a word, but they just yes. looked at each other and you knew exactly what each character was yes. thinking. And I'm sorry, yes. but when you're a writer and you're a director and you could put a scene together like that in a yes. film, 
I just I just hope he gets a good choreographer because that was one thing obviously Argo didn't have was good fight scenes and before we continue any farther I just want to say one thing about Batman versus Superman one thing I loved about it was they didn't cheat in the fight scenes like they did in the Christopher Nolan one where it was a bunch of quick cuts you actually got to see what he was doing. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up Batman vs. Superman because another another piece of news I found is uh, the editor for Batman vs. Superman, David Brenner, he revealed the original cut was mm-hmm. actually almost four hours long. Was there time for an intermission? <laughs> Two-hour mark. Can you believe that? And, and then you know they're going to have this three-hour R-rated cut. Yeah. So I'm actually it's actually gotten me a little bit more hopeful that this mm-hmm. is going to answer some of the questions yes. that weren't really addressed. You know, a lot of things that just look like it was just – a, a quick plot and mm-hmm. like I feel like something was missing in there. I feel we like did. it's gonna fill some there's a, I've heard outside of just Jenna Malone's character of Barbara Gordon or I, I everybody's assuming she's Barbara Gordon. Right. Outside of her I, I also heard that there was other characters that they cut out of the movie. Right. That are essential to the overall story, so we'll mm-hmm. see what happens with that. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm actually kind of, I'm, I'm a little excited about that. So, uh, I, to, to know that they had over four hours and they, and they cut almost an half hour of it. and a half <laughs> out, yeah, a total hour and a half. That is a lot of film. That's a regular feature length film. Yeah, I mean, uh, some other news this week. I uh, something I, I'm sure you're excited about. I know I'm, I'm a little excited about Michael Keaton. In talks to play a Spider-Man villain in the yeah. upcoming um, Spider-Man film. We just got a title for it this week, Spider-Man Homecoming, right. uh, which is going to be Tom Holland's, uh, uh, you know, Spider-Man. You know, he's single film de- yeah. debut, single film de- debut, because obviously he's in Captain America: Civil War. We're not going to get into this at all, but there are some advanced reviews out there, so you can find them on the internet if you feel like it. But yes, this is um, a Tom Holland's um, a solo film debut as Spider-Man. So Michael Keaton's in talks to play a villain. Mm-hmm. What villain do you think he would play? Well, what villain do I think he'll play? My what guess, villain do you think he's got the look or the act for? The only one I can really think of is, uh, once again, to play off a bit of what Batman is, Norman Osborn, billionaire, um, a scientist gone mad. Yeah. I, 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 I'm so afraid maybe, it's that because I don't want it to be. I want him to play somebody cool. I want him to play, like, Vulture lo- or Mysterio. Well, oh, oh Mysterio. Vulture he could do, because Vulture is an old guy who steals people's youth, but I want to see him do Norman Osborn for one reason and one reason only, because I want someone to be able to do Norman justice, because no one's been able to do it so far. Okay. Because Nor- the Green Goblin Norman Osborn is Spider-Man's greatest villain, and I want to see him uh, get the justice he deserves. Yeah. Well, we do have some, uh, uh, jumping back to Batman, we've got some more Batman news. Batman the Killing Joke, news came out this week, it will be rated R. Rated R, and that is a great story, a bit of news, because I don't know, if have you ever read The Killing Joke? I, I have looked through it. I, I have never read it start to finish, but I, I know okay, the story. Because that is not a kiddie story by any stretch of the imagination. We can also say, as we get into trailers, there was a trailer that came out, so I guess, suppose we can sandwich that in right now as we... Um, Finish off the news and start moving into trailers. Um, uh, did you watch the trailer at all? I did. Um, you know, obviously Kevin Conroy, Mike, Mark Hamill, Tara Strong, gonna be yes. part of this cast. Um, I mean, and uh, real quick before we talk about the trailer, comicbook.com they quoted uh, Warner Brothers animation president Sam Register as saying that with this film they wanted to stay faithful to the original story. Good. That's why it's got the R rating mm-hmm. and the film is going to be shown at San Diego Comic-Con this summer and it's going to be out on DVD later this year. Right. The trailer came out uh 
hours things, ago. Yeah, I mean, and the trailer is only like a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. And what's great about it is that you do not hear the Joker one bit. Well, you hear, you hear him laugh at the very end. At the very end, but you don't hear any lines from him. Nope. Keeping all of his dialogue hidden. Um, the animation looks cool. Yes. I, I mean, um, and what I am... I, one thing that really kind of made me pee a little bit was seeing a quick clip of the Joker wearing the Hawaiian shirt with the camera yes. over him. I'm like, yes! What I am yes. most interested in seeing is the end of this movie because I suppose we can give um, uh, spoilers away for over a 20-year-old um, uh, comic book. And at the end, basically after the entire event, Batman has the Joker corner, cornered and it, they just start laughing. Both Batman and Joker start laughing. And the only way I can say it, the panel pans down and then the, um, the laughter stops. There has been debate since that comic came out trying to figure out what happened. Did Batman just arrest him? Or did did he do as some people think? Did he just plain straight up murder the Joker at that point? Yeah. And that is what I want to know if they can pull off that ambiguous ending properly. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm curious to see how far they take the Barbara Gordon... Uh, it's rated R, I think. I mean, think- you do see Jim Gordon tied up in the Funhouse car. Yes. So Naked, you know the way. Joker's taking him through the Funhouse. Yes. Where eventually he's going to see Babs. Yes. Um, but there, uh, Tara Strong tweeted out a photo mm-hmm. of basically an animation cell of Batgirl with the Joker smile on her face. And she mm-hmm. looks like she's unconscious and the Joker's holding her from behind. So that's pretty badass. Uh, that was a cool photo. You I am looking out. forward to this. I, I usually mean, don't put this in the theaters, man. I would go see it in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, it's a rated R one. I look forward to seeing what pans. Are out we in here. for the best animated Batman movie ever? I would uh, probably think so. It's one of the best stories, certainly ever. Yeah. I mean, other... I'm a big fan of uh, Mask of Phantasm. I, I like oh, yeah. that. I you know, but They're, they've been killing the animated films. Has DC one I really want to see them do is um, Superman Red Sun, but that's something I, obviously in the future I'd like to see. But I yeah. really hope they can do this one justice because it is one of the best Batman stories ever. Okay, speaking of trailers, we've got some trailers to talk about. Yeah. Uh, we'll start off Suicide Squad. Last week uh, during the MTV Movie Awards, Suicide Squad trailer three was uh, thrown out there. Um, and, and this trailer had a, a little bit of Batman in it. So yeah, it looks like we're going to have a healthy dose of Batman in this film. Yes. Um, they did put in a lot more jokes, some new yeah, jokes. That worries which, me. I find that vexing because they might be saying like, this might be a bit of a turd, and there, we have to put the jokes in to get people in. You know, and I love these people that kind of come up with just looking at trailers, putting together theories. Oh, I know. One theory, I got this one from movieplot.com, and I actually I kind of interested in this. And the theory is floating around out there that the Joker is mostly going to be only in flashbacks. That's what I actually actually think. And, I, the, and the reason why is even this trailer kind of proves more or, or – or, provides more fuel for that theory is because the only scenes that we really see with the Joker and Harley is when she's Dr. Harley Quinzel. Mm -hmm. She's not Harley Quinn yet. So they're thinking that this is more of him turning her into Harley Quinn. However, there's that scene where she's in his car in that purple car and Batman's on the roof of the car. People have kind of pointed this out and looking at this trailer proves the point. He's going to stop that car, and he's going to throw Harley Quinn off a bridge, and Batman's going to choose to save her, and he gets away. Exactly. And, and then exactly. that's going to be part of the falling out between the Joker and Harley Quinn, no, I, I, and why she probably joins 
up with the squad. Well, I think that'll probably be at the beginning of the movie. I think this is what I honestly think. Obviously, we're going to be doing flashbacks throughout this movie. This movie is going to start out with that scene. It's going to start out with the capture of um, Harley Quinn. And that's how it's going to start out. And then we're going to get the um, uh, title um, uh, screen, uh, Suicide Squad, and then everything is going to happen. Yeah, that's my prediction. But, yeah, some good, some good theories there. And and when I go back and read that, and then I rewatch the new trailer, you do see Harley Quinn falling off what appears to be a bridge, uh, yes. and Batman jumping in after her because Batman's um, a good guy. And uh, but that's Dude. kind of a that's I, overall I kind of like that if that really does happen if the Joker basically has Harley Quinn and is like, well, either you save her or you arrest me, you know, and and kind of put Batman that in is... that situation where he chose to save her. Um, so that's a, I, I think that's cool. That was a, I, I'm excited. You know, we'll see. I just hope they're not really throwing out too many of the jokes, even though this new trailer, trailer three does have some jokes out there. Right. The, we got to wait till August 5th for this movie. Right. I mean, I, well, it's a big, um, a superhero, um, summer as we continue talking about superhero summer, let's talk about the trailer that, um, debuted on uh, late night with Jimmy Kimmel or was it Fallon? I always get, no, it's Kimmel. I always get those two confused. It was the Doctor Strange trailer. Yep. Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, I love him, by the way. He's one of my favorite actors. He just has that wonderful deep are voice. You, are, you a, are you a Doctor Strange fan? You know, I have not really read much of Doctor Strange. He's kind of been a bit more off for me, a little even too deep for someone like me in terms of um, weirdness. But I am looking forward to this. I don't know, man. I'm just It, it didn't do anything for me. I was expecting it. I, I I understand it's just a teaser trailer, but I didn't feel like I got teased. I feel like it, it just really came across as being some weird fantasy movie, and and uh, and then I it kind of it kind of I I kind of got some Inception vibes too. Like it yeah. almost felt like Inception. Maybe that was just because the walls were closing in yes. and forming a box. And I can I, was I like, can what see is that. going on here. I'm just I'm lost. I don't know much about Doctor Strange. I'll have to read up on Doctor Strange. I'll see the movie, he, he's the but it's just not Supreme. something. I mean, I was sort of excited to see what it's going to look like, but he's such a great actor that obviously it, there's yeah. it's going to be a dialogue heavy movie. Well, I mean, all I can tell you is Doctor Strange is the Sorcerer Supreme, so there will be uh, quite a bit of fantasy in it. So if you aren't looking forward to fantasy, you might not like it. So let's go with something more sciencey. Yeah. Let's go with the turtles that were created by science that are in New York. Yep. That trailer Te- also premiered during the MTV Movie Awards. Teenage uh, Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. 2. And I have to say, I really like this one. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the trailer, uh, this movie really, I'm getting the same vibes I did with the first one. Yeah. And and I loved the first Turtles movie. So I'm, I, I've got high hopes for this one. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. It actually looks like a movie that's going to be worth paying a couple of extra bucks to see it in 3D. Well, yeah, could... I thought the first one was a great 3D film. Like that's the only type of film I'll go see in 3D is a film that's made for 3D. And I feel like the first Turtles was made for 3D. This one looks like it's going to have a lot 3D of that same... IMAX. Yeah, looks like it's going to have that same feel to it. Comes out June 3rd. Um, and, and you know, Casey Jones is going to be in it, played by Stephen Emil. And, and I. I, I Excited to see what that's going to be like. Uh, I, you yeah, got Bebop. I've got, 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 got no word. I mean, yeah, you got Bebop and Rocksteady. Yes, yeah, so we never like, got them as kids. We got them. Um, uh, and they're playing, them. and they're goofy Bebop and Rocksteady, yes. which is awesome. They're idiots, and I love that because they shouldn't be serious because they're Bebop and Rocksteady. Exactly. So um, I'm pretty pumped. Um, you know, do you think we'll get – one thing we haven't really seen, I mean, do you think there's going to be a return of Shredder in this at all? 
I think that it'll be the very end if it is. If I mean, my guess like is, it's going to be mostly focused on bebop, rocksteady, and and um, uh, dealing with them. And obviously, there's a bit of um, uh, intrigue about them possibly being able to become human and not have to hide. Well, it's going to be an exciting summer. I mean, again, that's June third. Um, another trailer that one last trailer before that, we that move came on out to our this TV. week that man it gave me goosebumps. Godzilla Resurgence, and just to note, this has nothing to do with the Girth Edwards USA Godzilla movie. They, there's a sequel planned for that one, which is summer 2018. This is a Japanese Godzilla OG. movie. Um, it's releasing July 29th in Japan. No United States of America release date yet. Um, just based on this trailer, this this footage that we got to see. It looks pretty awesome. I yeah. mean, they did a really good job with the CGI, the monster. He looks humongous. I and mean, you're a huge fan of monster movies. Me, not so much. I mean, it's a monster yeah, disaster But film. Godzilla is, I think, one of those monster things you always have to, like, appreciate. Just oh, because yeah. of the history of Godzilla movies. And now that, like, they're making another one in Japan, I, I mean, it's... It's, it's the OG yep. kaiju. Exactly. Yes, I know. I might not know much about monster movies, but I do know that um, giant lizard monsters are kaiju's. I know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. but that, that's it for trailers, man. I, yeah. I I don't know what. Uh, I know we got some TV shows to talk about. We're going to talk a little Supergirl. We're going to talk uh, some Gotham. But I say we start with Fear of the Walking Dead, Fear which the just Walking Dead. premiered last week, season two, episode one, titled Monster. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're on a yacht with a guy yeah, named Strand. We're on a yacht, man. And, you know, my first off, why is Travis and his family trying to tell this dude what to do, man? You're on a yacht. Why do you want to bring more people on the yacht, man? Yeah. Enjoy the space. Enjoy the space. You're safe Put right your now. Put your feet up. <laughs> you know what? You escaped. Everything this guy else... is doing you a favor oh, by letting all, you on his boat. First of all, the beginning of the episode was awesome when they were doing the escape. Just getting yeah. out of it as everything breaks down. That was fun. I have to say I was kind of disappointed with the rest of it, but that's kind of what you were, have to expect from it. I mean, you got this great, great action set piece in the beginning, and then it's establishing the new normal. And that's yep. what they had to do. It's... While this wasn't a pilot, it was a quasi-pilot again, as they yep. want to try and reestablish everything. Yeah, I mean, and for being on a yacht, um, just getting out of there, I think they did everything they possibly could with this episode yeah. to keep you entertained. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, they came across the wrecked boat, and, you know, and then all of a sudden there's this new boat that's on its way, and they're assuming whoever did that's on their way to them. So they kind of wanted to leave you with a little bit of a click cliffhanger. But... Oh, of course. I mean, that's that, that's the Walking Dead uh, franchise's um, hallmark and... is, okay, episode. Now here's a cliffhanger. See you next week, jerks. <laughs> See you in October. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm wondering if uh, this, this other boat is the one that Alicia was talking to, this guy Jack. And right. she was like, you know, they were asking where each other were, and and she was offering help. But I'm wondering if these guys are the are the pirates that oh, it wouldn't destroy the me. other boat. So we'll see what happens next week. Uh, episode GTA, two. Don't trust anyone. Yep. Episode two coming out next week on Sunday. Actually, tomorrow we, we all, all fall, fall down. down. Hmm. London Bridge is falling down. Falling. <laughs> yeah, that not great. Now that's in my head. Thanks a lot. Um, uh, Fear the Walking Dead. As we move right along, we um, uh, get to the penultimate episode of Season 1 for Supergirl. The title is once again escaping me. It was just on the tip of my tongue, too, which um, is quite annoying. Um, Mayrid? Huh? With the, uh, it begins with an M, right? Yeah. Mayrid. Right? Mayrid. 
Myriad. There you Myriad. go. Myriad. Thank you. Close. I was close. Episode 19. This is the uh, episode before the finale. The yes. finale is going to air Pen- on Monday. <laughs> yep. Uh, the episode's going to air on Monday, the, the season finale. And boy, uh, did this one set up the stakes high. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there was a lot of chaos in this episode with the prisoners all escaping. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, obviously the, the prisoners are all released from the worst kept secret in the world, the DEO. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we already know all they'll know about the DEO. It's over on um, uh, Fifth Street, right? Yeah, it's in the basement. Uh, you got all the prisoners in there, so I'm just going to hack your system and tell you to... Uh, Well, everyone's been brainwashed, and can I give them credit? A lot of people have been knocking them for this, saying, well, why would Superman's mind get um, uh, wiped when um, hers isn't? I'm willing to accept it. He came as an infant. She came as a 12-year-old. She has memories of Krypton. He doesn't. And I do give them credit for at least saying, okay, yeah, this is something that Superman would show up for. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, I mean, I love how she gets the text message. It says, from Clark, I'm on my way. You yes. know, and then you see you see him <laughs> flying toward, and those drops right down to the ground. And you were kind of like, "Oh my God, Superman, Superman, Super!" Oh, damn it! <laughs> uh, that is such a tease, there, Supergirl. But yeah, uh, I'm, I mean, I, I'm really hoping the show can end on a high note. Oh I God, mean, uh, yes. I mean, it I'm, really I'm, it needs to. Obviously, I went to the um, Supergirl panel um, a couple weeks ago at C2E2. We were promised by um, both um, the stars, uh, Melissa Benoit and um, uh, Cheryl Lee, Kyler, sorry, Kyler Lee, that there will be cliffhangers and plenty of them. Good. So I, I'm looking forward to this. Um, I do have to take issue with one thing, though. Obviously, at the end of the episode, um, uh, Supergirl is take, taking on Alex. First of all, Alex is stupid for saying, no, 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 I'm going with you. Okay, this guy's immune to the forces of the... Um, uh, myriad, and you want to go with, even though you're not, just because you want to be there for your sister. No, that is stupid. You stay there. <laughs> you stay there where it's safe because of you. Um, obviously, everything went wrong. And by the way, what? why does um, uh, uh, National City have explosive um, uh, sheds out in the middle of nowhere? I just mean someone can run right into that um, shed and boom. But no, the fact that at the very end, Instead of um, Supergirl taking on Superman, which, you know, to me is the obvious choice if you're going to have a brainwashed person fight Supergirl, has her fight her sister in, obviously, some kind of kryptonite gear. I just don't get that. I'm like, you have Superman, probably the most powerful person on the planet under your power. That's a lot of peas right there. And you go with her sister. Yeah. And again, everybody ends up at CatCo. Oh, yeah, so once again. So, of course, all of the big story developments, all of the cast hang out at CatCo. So let me ask you this, Brad. If the world is falling apart. I'm coming here. Are you going to your full-time job? No, I'm coming here. I'm coming to WJOL. Because <laughs> that's the media um, job I work at, so that's the one I'm going to. All right, so you're going to the radio station we work at. But why Why is it that every time it's like stuff's falling apart, oh, let's just go to CatCo and see if I can help. Oh, really? I, do, I do have to love um, uh, the three people in the office like, okay, we're going to jump off the building. Who is she going to save? Is it going to be the two people that have been principal cast members or this person who just kind of appeared in this episode? Yeah. And then they show no sympathy for the dead girl. Oh, yeah. She was just like, I tweeted this out. Just Cover the body, Supergirl. Don't just walk away. She just looks and says, eh. Yeah, it wasn't good. not my problem anymore. Not my problem. <laughs> Kick some dirt on it. The body. She uh, just had no care. It's just like whatever. 
Yeah, Supergirl has no feelings. No feelings for people she I mean, she know. does break up with guys, like, midway through one date. Well, yeah, I mean, it was one and date. she doesn't get too heartbroken about it either. No. She's just like, eh. <sighs> Whatever. Wasting my time. All right, Stop let's talk some my... Gotham. Gotham. Gotham, season two, episode 17, Into the Woods. How we can, go. I, okay, I have to say, how can they raise the stakes on this season anymore? Because so many stories just got wrapped up in we one still got, episode. Like, a handful of episodes left I know. Season. I mean, I, I saw part of what's coming up next week. I mean, it looks like um, uh, Dr. Freeze is returning. Ooh. But... The fact that in this episode you had Cobblepot go back to being insane. Yep. You had the release of Barbara Gordon. Not Barbara Gordon. Let's talk about Oswald real quick, though. Okay. Do you feel bad for his old fam- for his no, old family? He chopped up the kids and fed them in the roast. Is that what? Is, that's what I got that, right. Yeah, that's exactly what um, he did. Do you he feel bad? Chopped them. I want to see the deleted scene of that. I want to see him like. Chopping up the kids, putting them into a roast, well, you, and knowing which one is going to be which, so he could be like, "Oh well, this one well, tastes better than this one." Do you feel bad for them at all, though? Don't you think no. they kind of deserved were, it? No. Yeah. Oh, they deserved it. I mean, I don't know if they. I, I felt mean, bad they, for the dog, the poor the, dog. The dog, I felt bad for. Yeah, but I don't didn't feel bad for them. They kind of brought this on themselves. I mean, he just if they had just been nice to him, guess what? Cobblepot is a productive member of society and never becomes a penguin. So thank you very much, Cobblepot's adopted family. Because of you, millions of people die in Gotham City. It is all your fault. Actually, I'm going to one-up you on that one. I actually think Dr. Strange, Hugo Strange, I think he's the reason why all these villains become villains. He did. He brainwashed him and had some sort of trigger. Yeah. You know, and and he's driving him saying, now you got Barbara getting let out. And then not only is Barbara getting let out, he even says that that's going to be an experiment. He wants to keep a close eye on her. Yeah. Now you have Nygma being arrested. Where do you think Nygma's going? I think Nygma's going to Arkham Asylum. And that means Mr. Hugo is going to brainwash him some. Yes. So at the end of the day, Hugo is creating all of these Batman villains that we know Mm -hmm. and love. Oh, by the way, um. Jim, you are really stupid. It took you to, um, uh, to actually hearing the cuckoo clock to figure out that Nigma's the one that um, ratted you out. Ugh. Oh, Jim, you're supposed to be a good detective. Yeah. And it took you that long to figure it out. Yeah, this was a great episode, though. I mean, oh, yes. I, I just, I, I still love that scene where the lady's eating the roast and Penguin's like, oh, you've noticed I've changed my hair. <laughs> and yes. that whole scene was great. And then when he makes the comment about the one kid tasting, tasting the, yeah, uh, better than the other, I was like, this is so <laughs> awesome. And oh, I, I sort of liked um, Bruce uh, at the beginning saying, still got money for burgers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to redeem himself. So you had mentioned, um, so next week's episode is called Pinewood, episode 18. Yes. But in two weeks. Yeah. I just happened to look up at some of the titles of episodes. In two weeks, April 25th, the name of that episode, Azriel. Ooh. Who is Abba? Dude. That's part of the uh, uh, Sacred Order of St. Dumas. Yeah. And is a guy who wants to take over for Batman. Yeah. I, there's a couple of variations of that character. Because what it is, it's that's a name that people yes. take. It's almost like the Roz name. You take the Roz name, and mm-hmm. then you pass it to somebody else. Well, I think Ezreal's got... You know, the Order of St. Dumas is his origin, yes. but then eventually works for Wayne Enterprises, mm-hmm. I believe as a security guard or something, but then eventually takes over. He becomes obsessed with Batman, and he kind of takes over, and 
is a that bit was more one of the lethal. big theories out there about Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character in The Dark Knight Rises. Is, is was he, he Osriel? I mean, I thought he was, and I thought that's the name they should have gave him at the end when the girl called him Robin instead of she should have said, "Why don't you use your real name, Azrael?" Like, I mean, that would have been a great that Easter awesome. egg. That, that would have been, been a fantastic Easter egg because he takes over the mantle for Batman. I mean, if I ever talk to Christopher Nolan, I'm going to ask about that. Gonna- Anyways. Uh, I'm, I'm excited that, you know, we're going to see more of the Sacred Order of St. Dumas yes. back in Gotham here in the, com- in the coming weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure next week we'll get a, a tease for it. So uh, just keep an eye out for that. Yep. Um, before we close, as we um, uh, come to the close here, next week we will be talking more about um, uh, Gotham and Supergirl and Fear the Walking Dead. We're also going to have a total breakdown of Daredevil Season 2. Which uh, I did want to end on a quick note. I just finished Episode 9. Okay. Oh, d- oh d- I, t- I told you you would like that fight that scene. That was good. Just Frank Castle going insane. And as we close here, I just want to say, did you know that there was a Batman, a Punisher crossover comic? No. Did you know that the Joker made a mistake and taunted um, Frank Castle? Oh, <laughs> He's like, uh, he's like, oh, all I need is help. And uh, Castle takes out his gun. I got all your help right here. Joker's like, you're really going to do it? <laughs> um, uh, you can guess that um, uh, Batman comes and saves him. And he goes, run, Joker. Run for your life. And Joker runs very, very fast. So that will do it for another episode of the Hillcrest Duo. I am Brad Risto at Outsider Brad on Twitter. He is Metal John. At Metal John Radio on Twitter. Like I said, we will be back next week. We're going to have Gotham. We're going to have Supergirl. We're going to have a complete breakdown of Daredevil Season 2. All that and more coming your way next week on Episode 31 of the Hillcrest Duo.